honesty hour, I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And so the the experience gets heightened. It, it amplifies itself because of the network building that happens across it. Mm-hmm. And so you see that high school to college to career pipeline um, it's not about what age you are, it's about the mentality that you have and the mindset that you have. And so we say that if, if you're thinking to yourself, again, regardless of age, what industry you are interested in going in or currently sit in, if you're thinking to yourself, what's next for me? If you're thinking to yourself, how do I get there? What do I need to do? And if you're thinking to yourself, who can help me? Mm-hmm. Like those are three, that's a growth mindset. And, and that's something that we can help with. Mm-hmm. That's something that we can get you plugged into. We can offer that experience that helps you explore. We can get you connected to that network that helps you you know, uh, make those next moves. And uh, maybe we can help you gain a little bit of better understanding and clarity as to what could be next and, and what growth looks like. Strange on Purpose podcast. I'm Chandler Wachowski, and I'm here with uh, Maggie Doss and Joe Peschel from the Commons. And super excited to have these guys on today. Um, personally, I would not be where I'm at with them uh, without them. So uh, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, we're super pumped, and gotta say, awesome, awesome office. Yep. This is way better than the first garbage pit that you were in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it was like almost a year ago. They were more than a year. Ago, yeah. So yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Moving on up in the world. <laughs> Literally, fourth floor to eighth floor. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so these two are like super involved with um, a program called the Commons. Do you guys just want to give like a quick rundown as the broad overview of what the commons is, I guess, yeah. for those sure. that aren't familiar Rock with Rocket I'm going to let you okay. start us out. <laughs> I'll fill in the rest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Maggie and I are, um, for the past five years, have been working on growing this program called the Commons, uh, as well as Michael Hosted, uh, the rest of our team, uh, work really hard on connecting people and finding awesome folks out of our local colleges and high schools and companies, uh, folks that are ambitious and driven and motivated. We bring them together and we craft uh, hands-on experiences, stuff for them to do. Kind of sits in that innovation entrepreneurship space. we get them up and moving. We introduce design thinking uh, tactics, innovation processes, uh, and then we layer on this really fun aspect of network building, professional development, skill development, uh, and gaining a deeper appreciation for Milwaukee as, as a region, as a city, mm-hmm. as a place where there's a lot of opportunity to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of a longer run-on sentence, but yeah, yeah. Sure. a little bit about what we do. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's about, we've been talking a lot that it's really about creative problem solving um, as far as like the work that is being done um, by the people that we get to work with. And then like Joe said, really just like community building place. Um, I've said it before and we all kind of preach that, you know, it's one thing to try and find a job, but to really build that community, like that's harder to leave as you pursue different career paths. So we want to make 
sure that people feel like they're really well connected and that they know what's next for them and the paths that they can follow. So I guess, like, how did it come to be in the first place, I guess? Like, what what made it you guys click and make the decision to yeah. come up with this wild idea yeah. that you guys have going on here? Uh, before I answer that question, will that siren that's out there be an issue? Uh, probably, but well, there's nothing we can do <laughs> about it now. We're making an urban podcast, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. We're actually going to add in the intro, it's going to be like a bunch of sirens. Yeah, can we add some more? Yes. Like, it's very really authentic. Deep. So if you're listening in the car, uh, that was in the recording. That's not a siren that's coming up behind you right like, now. That's always the worst, yeah. too, when you're like listening to a song and then it, it just like hits you with like the police sirens in the background mm-hmm. and you're like, turn it down. Is yeah. that like actually an illegal thing to do in it's probably not illegal it's probably not against the law but like a faux pas putting on s- yeah, in your songs <laughs> <laughs> like let's make it seem yeah, like, yeah. right um well okay. i can i can start a little bit on our our story around so i think things were happening kind of parallel to one another in all of our worlds but uh michael and i um had just started working together under the umbrella of the Greater Milwaukee Committee um, as part of their Innovation and Talent Initiative, which is one of the core pillars, and had been hearing for quite a while, both in GMC land, but also Michael is at UWM, just that there was this need to find talent and they weren't sure where, you know, companies are wanting to innovate, um, starting to hear some of that student voice of that curiosity of what does it mean to, you know, be an entrepreneur? What does it mean to work for a startup versus a larger company? So we were kind of dancing around in in that space for a couple years and trying to figure out, you know, what we could do to have real impact, um, mainly for our corporate members who we were hearing from at GMC. So that was all going on. And then Joe's yeah, and meanwhile, uh, I was I was running an agency down in Chicago. I was living here, uh, wanting to see more um, uh, network connectivity between the areas, technologists and entrepreneurs. Uh, and so it was a couple of years back that uh, a, a group of folks came together and created Startup Milwaukee. Uh, and Startup Milwaukee really sitting on that community development side with uh, the entrepreneurial space and, and those folks. Uh, in doing that for a couple of years, like really found a nice um, uh, personal uh, growth and satisfaction out of, of doing that type of work. Uh, and it was a hackathon that we were running that um, is over at the new UWM uh, School of, of Health Sciences Nursing mm-hmm. um, over in the Pabst area. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I met Michael uh, Hosted, and he was at UWM at that time as well. Um, and it was a couple months later when there was this emergent moment in time. And I like, mm-hmm. I like that as, a, as an umbrella phrase. Uh, this emergent moment in time when Mike Lovell, who was a chancellor at UWM, left UWM to go be the president of Marquette. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Michael Hosted left UWM to be, go over to the Greater Milwaukee Committee. Uh, and all of these stars sort of aligned where there was enough change in the overall system mm-hmm. and enough of these networks that were kind of like, let's see what happens, where when there is change, you you can you can kind of push some new things through. Right. And so uh, that emergent moment in time allowed us to have a conversation about bringing together uh, all of Lovell's peers, the other chancellors and presidents of the universities in the area, to have this conversation, this big what if we uh, type conversation. Conversation 
around academic collaboration in, uh, in the effort to take those motivated driven students that are kind of thinking differently and interested in that new creative problem solving uh, space, bring them together and, and mm -hmm. offer them an experience to kind of get tapped into that, uh, that type of work, mm -hmm. uh, tapped into those networks and, and connections with people and mm -hmm. do something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I guess that's kind of my next question too. Like, where do you see the commons position with like higher education and high school relation or high school um, level type stuff? Where does the commons kind of position in right now and in the future? Where would you like to see the program go? And mm -hmm. um, what have it's like been some struggles for all of you and growing pains over yeah. the years with that? Yeah, well, there's, there's a real concern in the very beginning. Yeah. So here five years ago. There was a couple of a couple of our higher education academic partners were really just starting to get their entrepreneurial programs like up and running and, mm -hmm. and doing some really good work, mm -hmm. and they continue to grow those and do some really good work today uh, as well. And now more schools are, are really getting into that. We were really concerned at the very beginning that like this is going to come across as something competitive, right? And we're trying to take students away from those opportunities that are on campus. Mm -hmm. And so very consciously and deliberately uh, from the very beginning, we were like, this is designed to be a complimentary experience. We may work with one of your students for, you know, a couple of months. We may see them coming from uh, the philosophy school. <laughs> you know, like, like here we're studying philosophy, mm -hmm. but they want to build some professional connections, they want to grow some of those skills, they realize that this is a complimentary experience, they might then go back on campus, join that entrepreneurial right. program, do the business competition, win that thing, you know, like, like it, it's a, it's an energy multiplier. It's a momentum yeah, it's builder. Meant to amplify rather yeah. than, you know, drown out what they might already be experiencing you know, on their campus. And then, of course, by bringing them off campus alongside students from all these other d different universities, like it's that network building amongst your peers. So no longer is it just, well, here's my, you know, Alverno professor and a couple of my peers here, which are meaningful connections. But now I can talk to someone at Marquette at MATC and you start having a better understanding of the different skill sets that are out there and what it actually even looks like to work with people from different backgrounds, yeah. which is so important as we, you know, quote unquote, enter the real world where that is very much what you experience so yeah. the level of diversity that you can you can cultivate and and celebrate in a program that sits in the middle of in a neutral territory across 24 different colleges and universities mm -hmm. the level of diversity created there is is it's wild mm -hmm. and it's it's real that's mm -hmm. i think uh, a really important uh component uh it's genuine and authentic mm -hmm. um, i remember being in class and you're like yeah. Yeah, I mean, like everyone's approximately my age. Everyone's approximately thinking the way I am. And mm -hmm. we're all kind of studying the same thing. And we're the birds of a feather that are flocking together. Mm -hmm. And uh, you you don't really like do things too new. We're all sort of on the same page, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and when you were going through it, you remember how probably jarring that was all of a sudden now working with folks of all these different degree programs, all these different ages, all mm -hmm. these different schools, all these different backgrounds. They do not look the way I look. Like everything mm -hmm. was suddenly on the table and now you can all come uh, pure to that and bring however it is that you think to that mix, to that group and do something different together. It becomes like this 
petri dish of Milwaukee and it's like talent pool and it's student life, you know, it's like you've got everyone there. So it becomes, I don't know, the energy. I mean, you, you know, Chandler, or at least I'd like to think, you know, that you have that kind of like positive energy and, um, you know, getting to just interact with all different types of people. So no, definitely. And like, that's like, yeah, I was talking with Ahmed a few days ago about mm-hmm. like, since the past fellows program just wrapped up on Wednesday and mm-hmm. he's like, dude, he's like, I'm really excited about staying in Milwaukee now. He's like, they do such a great job of getting people excited and like yeah. wanting us to stay here, you know? And like, I think that's really a big thing too about the commons is kind of getting and trying to retain talent in the city because mm-hmm. it seems like n- not just Milwaukee, but the state of Wisconsin has a problem with talent all right, coming here for their four year, their undergrad or mm-hmm. masters. And then just kind of dipping out and heading heading to one of the coasts so mm-hmm. yeah. that's like i i guess my question to you is like how do you guys really um help help that talent stay here where where do you position yourselves with that well i want to kind of tie that into your you had also asked about like where do we fit in in the high school mix and i think there's you know a good tie-in around you know, to show a high schooler, because I think about myself, you know, I, I went to Chicago for, for undergrad and very much like just didn't have any conversations with anyone who is at any local schools to even be like, oh, yeah, I, I should absolutely consider that. And so we try to offer those opportunities where we've got this great network of college students. And if we can have them interface with the high schoolers that maybe they understand a more clear path or there becomes a you know, an appeal to stick around. I think we all have that desire to, you know, get out and, you know, spread our wings and and that's important to do. Um, But sometimes, you know, you're, you might be missing something that's really great and literally in your backyard. So having those moments where you can offer someone who's just a few steps ahead of you to say, Hey, you know, I didn't think I was going to stay. And I went to Wisconsin Lutheran and I'm really loving my experience there. And so then that high schooler kind of starts thinking maybe a little bit differently. And that goes the same with then we have the college students and allowing them to get connected with mentors from our corporate partners and then from the larger ecosystem in Milwaukee. So that way, as you start considering your career path, rather than maybe thinking about the coast or honestly, it's probably Chicago or Minneapolis, that you understand that you have someone you can message on LinkedIn or call and learn more about what they do or the company that they work out and work at. And and suddenly it's like you kind of get to look behind the curtains a little and, and understand understand that there really is so much opportunity all around us here and we're lucky I think to be in a city that's generous enough to to sit down and talk with you and that people want you to stay. Ahmed would probably tell you and you probably experienced this as well whenever we brought in guest speakers for the summer fellows program everyone was like you should stay in Milwaukee and let me know how I can help you so I think that's what everyone really preaches that that we get to work with. Yeah so at the Commons, in the past couple of months, um, Michael, Maggie, and I have been uh, sitting down and very, uh, uh, <laughs> it ends up getting a little bit of like wordsmithing sort of things, but we've we've been uh, very deliberately trying to figure out why it is we do what we what we do. And um, so to get to our why, mm-hmm. Simon Sinek sort of stuff, right? Uh, and we have narrowed this down to the thing, you know, like, keeps us going, gets us out of bed in the morning. We undyingly believe in the power of, of motivated people, ambitious people, 
getting connected to the opportunities that are all around us. Mm -hmm. And so it's a fact that that there is opportunity to make new network connections, to build new relationships, to uh, see professional growth, to grow your own self, to grow your company, to grow the organization that you work with. There's opportunity to do that sort of uh, that sort of thing right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we do get the opportunity then to sit down with like a, a student, have a very direct conversation, or let's say there's a giant group in front of us. I think what we're really going for is to let them know that Milwaukee's not done. Uh, and, and that's that's a weird way to phrase it. Uh, after I graduated from Marquette and Myad, um, I then went up and lived in Minneapolis for a while. Mm-hmm. Super cool city, right? Um, I then lived in Hamburg, Germany. Also, pretty awesome place. Boulder, I Colorado. I didn't know that. Okay. You didn't know that? I don't think I did. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joe Paschal, world traveler. Yeah, I, I, speak, <laughs> I speak German, man. Yeah, das right. is good. <laughs> All I really remember is... <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I'm curious now, Joe. No, no, <laughs> That's very different. Yeah. My, my buddy, Matt, he's the, the, we studied German in high school. The only thing he remembers how to say is ich sammel Daumen, which means I collect thumbs. <laughs> Oh no, that's a terrible it's thing a to terrible. say. <laughs> oh man. So that was for you, Matt. Um, uh, and they lived in Boulder, Colorado uh, for, for a while. And like all three of those places, awesome. I owned a company out of Chicago then. Uh, so all four of these places, awesome. All four of those places, as I was that young, ambitious, driven, motivated person trying to make my mark on the world. And Maggie, you mentioned that earlier. I think that's what we're really trying to all do, spread our wings, grow, Mm -hmm. uh, impact the world around us, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, All four of those places, whenever I would present an idea or or do that, uh, you know, that pitch sort of thing, uh, it seemed to be met with like, yeah, someone else is doing that. Or like, we've tried that before. There's there's almost this mentality like we're so... Like you know, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, we're done. Yeah. But we got that. Uh, uh, or yeah, you're like, go join that thing over there. And you know, that's, that's fine and good. Milwaukee here though was like, yeah, let's, let's figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Let's do that together. Let's, let's try and build it. Let's try and build that. Mm-hmm. Let's get you connected to other people that, you know, we've been hearing similar conversations. Mm-hmm. It's a collaborative environment. And I think that really, I mean, that resonated with, with my own self immensely as I was starting to take interviews at other places in other cities and do that sort of thing. It's like, well, damn, Milwaukee's not done. Like, I can leave a mark on here and it's not just like a smudge on a window. It's a, it's a mark. It's a real thing. Constantly evolving and really just yeah. moving yeah. forward. Yeah, that's that's definitely my favorite thing about Milwaukee. It's just, if, you're, if you want to go out and do something, people are very adaptive and willing to at least sit down with you and have the conversation about it, if not more. Yeah. So, and I think it's with the program that all of you guys are doing and putting through, like that's yeah. like really good starting point for mm-hmm. a lot of these people that, you know, because like you said, Joe, earlier on, going into the program and be, working with people like business students and um, whatever, computer scientists and marketers and advertisers and artists, graphic designers, you really have this whole montage of different mm-hmm. uh, individuals, which is so neat uh, that you normally wouldn't get a, yeah, right. to interact with. On and so to basis. be with all those different people and all know that we're like, we're just trying to make get stuff done and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And 
if there's any way that our program, our experience, or the people that we're going to connect you with, or that are going to come in and mentor, if there's any way that those people can convey this message that you can do that here in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and there's opportunity to do that, and and mm-hmm. it's a space where, like, what if Milwaukee were the place that mm-hmm. you can get it done? Right. Just very simply, like, yeah. that's the flag that we want to plant on the ground and tell the rest of the world, Milwaukee, we can get it done. And bumper sticker. Bumper sticker. Bumper yes. sticker. Are we doing bumper stickers Ooh, now? We yeah. should do a brainstorm session. Yeah, you heard it here. That makes a good podcast. Let's <laughs> all just write on some post-it notes for the next 20 minutes. Uh, just hear a shuffling of paper. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Sharpies. Yeah, I actually like that. It's a good idea. <laughs> that should be your intro sound. Yeah. <laughs> just like post-it notes. <laughs> That's awesome. I was just going to say, I feel like, especially Milwaukee is in such an interesting place right now. And with so much coming up and, you know, DNC and all the development that's going on. And I don't know, it's just, you know, as someone who spent some time away from Milwaukee and, but now I've been back probably eight years and I don't know, it's just, you find that there becomes like a stickiness to it all where it makes it really hard to leave. And I think that stickiness is the people. And so, you know, I just feel so fortunate to have been able to interact with so many really passionate, you know, peers, but also students that get to work with that, I mean, keep us on our toes really. Mm -hmm. And because there are so many, you know, different walks of life that we really have to be prepared for anything. And so knowing that if we can just have, you know, some of you all feel more excited and like you can get something done here than, you know, like Joe said, that's what keeps us coming back and, you know, showing up every day because we know that people are feeling more confident that they can really make their mark here in the city. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And I guess, Maggie, your title is Community Outreach Organizer? Community Manager. Mm -hmm. Manager, So your role is really like reaching out to the universities and corporate side, right? Is that... So I kind of, I'm sort of like admissions and student life and connector, you know, all wrapped into one. So I get to see you know, students applying to our programs and get to learn a lot about them, even just from applications, which is always really fun. Um, And then, you know, once we interact with everyone, whether it's through the longer skills accelerator program or maybe some of our one day events, um, just making sure we have a lay of the land as far as like, what do you want to get out of this? Who are you trying to meet? And so whether those types of connections happen while we're, you know, working with you during that time, or it's just starting to generate connections after the fact, or really Sometimes it's just building trust with all of you so that way you know you can reach out to me and say, hey, you know, I heard about this job. Can you write a letter of recommendation? Do you know someone there that you could, you know, put in a good word for me? And and that's the thing that we love to be able to do. And so, yeah, I'm kind of all in that space and really just, you know, thinking through then how can we support our our alumni network and how can we make sure that whatever we were doing while you were working with us, we can carry on and keep you engaged and keep you plugged in. Um, And whether it's our own programming or making sure that you know what else is going on in the city and other people that are really creating awesome opportunities to interact um, and, you know, making sure that you guys can head that way and, and really experience the city. So, um, yeah, I'm just, you know, herding cats and <laughs> I have this image of uh, like 
the the World War Two like the entire globe map <laughs> yeah. sort of thing with all the Made things. The pieces. And she's yeah. just got like a really long like stick, and she's like very Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, everything that um, is important and offers value to people. That's what Maggie does. <laughs> so that's, a that's generous. Title, that's generous. Yeah. <laughs> Joe does a few useful things. Absolutely so. accurate. <laughs> and I know that you've uh, gotten into the corporate side of things too. So going yeah. in and doing workshops with them, how? How does that look in comparison to the student side of things? What are the, um, I know that the students, you know, that faces their own unique set of challenges. And then I'm sure it's a bit different for the corporate side. Can you dive a little bit into that? And yeah. How, yeah. How that's like so when we first started out, we, we were really hitting that collegiate market. Okay. That's, we, we brought all these, you know, different universities and colleges together. We were able to form that partnership, that collaboration, working with a lot of students uh, in that space. And since then, uh, our two largest areas of growth have been on the high school and, and corporate side of things. Uh, and, and it's been awesome to see kind of like more of that full pipeline emerge. And that has mm-hmm. taken our own strategic direction, uh, you know, and, and helped us see where that's all heading. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the corporate side though, it's been, um, it's pretty pretty awesome, and and when you say like you know, I, I imagine things are, are a little bit different. I'm actually happy to to report back that they aren't. Um, <laughs> by design, we keep our our content, our curriculum, uh, the the stuff that we do, the actual like tactical. This is what we're going to be doing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exactly the same, and. I've now been like just in the past couple of months been doing uh, uh, workshops and sessions that dig heavy into cultural change, into strategic direction, into inspiring a culture of innovation across an organization at all different levels. And whether it's with new hires or rising young professionals or executive leadership. Mm-hmm we're giving them the same like it's got the same stupid simpsons joke reference in it and <laughs> oh there's this dumb thing that i always make say and it's like yeah and, and i'm making them like get up and yeah like, yeah act out how do you make toast in the morning or whatever like <laughs> i and i tell them i'm very straightforward with it this is meant to be accessible this is meant to help you experience something it's mm-hmm. it's process driven it's based in in like real uh valuable design thinking standards the best of whether it's the east coast west coast startup methodologies doesn't really matter we are, we do our midwest thing and like pick and pull from the best we're like this mm-hmm. is great um and so we can you know have all this come together in in an experience that has a brand and a tone and an energy and a speed to it and i tell them like, hey, brand leaders from across the globe, you're doing the same thing that I did with a group of middle schoolers three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. It's, <laughs> trust me. too humble <laughs> uh, as we teach. <laughs> I'll use a couple of different stories and examples, and I'm sure we're going to have a different conversation <laughs> at the end of this, but these are the same slides. And they're like, that's great because because you we've distilled it to the point where it's like we got all the valuable stuff right here mm-hmm. and we're going to be able to have the right conversation. I'm going to take you through the process. You're going to walk away with a couple of tactics, tools, methodologies, a way of thinking. And like we've been talking about this entire interview so far, you're going to feel more connected to the people around you mm-hmm. within your organization. You're going to feel more connected to your organization. You're going to feel more connected to the community. And through all of that, that is that's a retention metric. Mm-hmm. HR teams love us because we can like prove 
professional development, skill development through our assessments. We get people connected uh, to each other, to the community, having a sense of relevancy to their work, a renewed energy to it. Uh, and that's those are all really, really positive mm-hmm. things um, when you're talking about managing people in an organization. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been kind of an exciting area of growth on the professional <laughs> side. Kind of lets you like demystify like that you do have the ability to be a change agent to just do a couple like different things throughout your day and easily like bring others along because the things that we're teaching in the exercises are not like this insane you know crazy thing but just something you'd be like oh yeah i can you know start a team meeting with saying like why don't we get a head start and everyone write down ideas and then we'll share you know it's just like these little things that sure you can and you can pick this up anywhere like joe said you know it's not like we're we're not trying to reinvent the wheel but rather we're trying to hone in on building a different kind of culture or trying to amplify it more so that maybe they haven't had the opportunity to do that before. Yeah. And the real special thing at at the end of all of this, we'll work with a group of professionals and at the end of it, we're like, yeah, we do this for college students in the area. We do this for high school students Mm -hmm. in the area. And they go, man, I wish, I wish I had this when I was in school. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We do too. (laughs) We do do too. And that's, you know, it's a little bit of our bar when we're thinking about, should we do this? And like, I wish I had that. Yeah. Yeah, Let's, let's, let's go ahead and do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so they're like, oh, we wish we had that when we were going through school. That would have been a really important, you know, piece of our, our own personal and professional development. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's, that's awesome to hear you say that. And because of that, I encourage you to join our mentor network. I encourage you to interact with these college students, to bring them uh, along for your own growth, but their growth as well, as, mm-hmm. as you may imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the experience gets heightened. It, it amplifies itself because of the network building that happens across it. Mm-hmm. And so you see that high school to college to career pipeline. Um, it's not about what age you are. It's about the mentality that you have and the mindset that you have. And so we say that if, if you're thinking to yourself, Again, regardless of age, what industry you are interested in going in or currently sit in, if you're thinking to yourself, what's next for me? If you're thinking to yourself, how do I get there? What do I need to do? And if you're thinking to yourself, who can help me? Mm-hmm. Like those are three, that's a growth mindset. And, and that's something that we can help with. Mm-hmm. That's something that we can get you plugged into. We can offer that experience that helps you explore. We can get you connected into that network that helps you, you know, uh, make those next moves and uh, maybe we can help you gain a little bit of better understanding and clarity as to what could be next and and what growth looks like. Mm -hmm. And I'd say definitely for even like students or the corporate professional side of things, like the people, the individuals that go through your program, it's huge to be able to have them go back to, you know, the return of their jobs after and kind of pass along the different Mm -hmm. uh, design thinking methodology that they've Mm -hmm. learned and, you know, just those little tips that, you know, like Meg, you said you could find out on your own, but really going through the process with with everyone else that's doing that for the first time too, that's extremely Mm -hmm. uh, beneficial. You get to really immerse yourself. Yeah, and it's cool because we're now having some of our alumni who are now in their jobs and different businesses locally who are asking that their companies get involved with our programming because like I went through this thing and you hired me because you saw something great and this is part of the reason why I think I'm doing really well here and so how, how are there ways that we can you know I, how can I advocate to get involved with the commons now in my career life which mm-hmm. is really cool and means a lot to us because it's like 
oh, thank God it did, you know, <laughs> like it did mean something to you, <laughs> you know, it's like we're in this space of experiment and testing and, you yeah. know, and we hear great things from everyone, but to have that actual return and bringing other people along for it, um, is really awesome. Yeah. And someday then, someday maybe we'll have that, uh, you know, one, one student, the alumni that 10 years from now is like, yeah, I, I made the next Google or Facebook or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, get that check for support. Don't forget about Joe and Maggie. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening out there. <laughs> We're hungry. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Actually, Chandler, let me ask you, do you still use some of the skills, the tactics? The tools? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, totally. During like brainstorming sessions, especially mm-hmm. the whole post-it notes and, mm-hmm. and all that and trying to really convene the group together as mm-hmm. a whole. Like that's something that I... I, I value a lot and really has changed how I, I think about things on. What about your state of mind, like coming out of programming and pursuing, you know, your different career opportunities and even landing here? Yeah. It's more like you <laughs> misfit. <laughs> no. So, I mean, like when I was going in, in school at UWM, I was not fond of Milwaukee at all. I was like, can't wait to graduate, get out of, move back to Minneapolis, mm-hmm. um, you know, work for an agency or something out there. Um, and then, you know, my senior year kind of found out about you guys, the comments program on uh, Indeed.com of all places. Which You're so still weird. the only person to I, ever have that experience. It's so weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. Understand. Man, I don't know. If it's yeah. <laughs> we did not put that on Indeed. I don't know if Indeed is. Are you Indeed? Are you He's scraping going. things and like just making up these job posts? Yeah. What is? Anyways. That? Uh, yeah. No. No. So uh, you know, found out about the program, went through all of that, and that really becoming so involved with like all the different meeting different people from all these different companies and mm-hmm. um, students with going to different schools and backgrounds, and that that was my favorite part about the whole experience. It's really mm-hmm. like I was so siloed in with pretty much just only being with ad students and marketing for the most part. So mm-hmm. it was really really cool, especially like over the over the summer. Something that I enjoyed a lot was just working with um, Sharky from you know that oh, yeah. programmer, <laughs> like completely different side of the spectrum of like very like hardcore analytical numbers. Yeah. And like that's that's not me at all. So it was so like cool to like be surrounded by someone that was so passionate about what they mm-hmm. do and kind of get like an in-depth glimpses mm-hmm. as to their whole processes and just kind of reju- rejuvenated my thoughts on yeah. Milwaukee as a whole. I feel like that's the best thing to hear that when beyond anything that any of us have taught you that like when you learn from, you know, one of your peers, which is something the fellows from the summer were just sharing at their, you know, end of summer debrief or some things that they really learned from one another, which is I think just really awesome to hear. Yeah. Yeah, we we as in the commons, the the team, we don't want to be like the only, you know, uh, we don't want that experience to just sit in its own bubble mm-hmm. and 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 pretend like we provided all the value and we will continue to provide all of that value. Mm-hmm. Our goal is we're going to interact with you for a while and we're going to deliver that quality experience and hopefully like. Give you some of that that peek behind the curtain, that that mm-hmm. um, awareness of those opportunities that are all around us here in Milwaukee, uh, and then it is the mentor network. It's your peers that you're working with. It is the uh, other folks in the company that you're working with from different departments that you never interacted with before. It's those connections that continue things forward. It's understanding that there's a next step opportunity to pursue your business idea with 
generator in their G-Beta program. Mm -hmm. Sweet. You know, go back to your campus and join that uh, student startup group. Yes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. You know, like that sort of stuff. That's what that's what keeps us moving forward and leveling up. Mm -hmm. And I know the uh, next fall uh, program is coming up here soon. Are applications still open for that for students? They are. So, They're very that, open. Yeah. <laughs> we have um, we have people who are in and accepted, and we're really excited about uh, that group that's already uh, signed up for it. But we are taking them up probably through I don't know September 9th or something. <laughs> you can find me on you can find me on LinkedIn, and I'll give you all the, <laughs> the yeah. details. Yeah, it's a it's a rolling application. Yeah. Uh, so we accept small batches of students as those applications are coming mm-hmm. through. Uh, classes for most schools are starting the last week of August or right after Labor Day, mm-hmm. um, and that's when we kind of do a big road show. We go on campus. We do uh, pop ups. Um, we call it our, the Commons Campus Crawl. Mm-hmm. Is that new this year? Or have you guys done that? We place? started basically last semester, and really was more just kind of like giving it a name. Um, and yeah, we've always done the pop ups, right? But we made a more concerted effort to really have a presence on campuses because. Um, we, all, we wanted to position it beyond just, hey, like we'd love to have some of your students, but rather to our campus liaisons saying, if there are ways that we can help enhance anything that you're already doing in the classroom, like beyond us coming and just saying, hi, we're the commons, like apply, um, what can we collaborate on for a workshop together that relates to the curriculum you're teaching? So I think that was a really fun way to approach it. Um, and we worked, I think we interacted with like over 400 students through those. It yeah. was a pretty... In Good the number. Spring, mm-hmm. in the spring, spring semester, I think we did 25 yeah. plus workshops mm-hmm. and yeah, well over 400 students. Yeah, for sure. so that was really great. And we know how important word of mouth is um, from our alumni, especially, but then also just being in those classrooms and, you know, having people understand what it is that we do um, that, you know, still even going into year five or so is sometimes it it gets lost in in translation so we just want to make sure that there's a lot of clarity around that and know that we're we're pretty all right to hang out with so more than all right (laughs) yeah yeah and uh what's what's fun about our fall program coming up is now here after Mm -hmm. after five years this will be our 10th cohort double digits Confetti sounds. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, our 10th cohort of our Skills Accelerator, which lasts an entire semester and will bring in, uh, in the past, we've done about 75 students every mm-hmm. every cohort, from 65 to 75 students. That fills the room uh, pretty nicely and, and allows us to have a good number of teams and all that sort of stuff. Uh, what we've done in the past, though, has always been like, well, at this point, it feels a little traditional, uh, despite it being wildly non-traditional in every aspect. Uh, what we did, though, is like you come together for a kickoff weekend and we would now like get into some teams. We'd have a big voting process. It was like this, hey, let's reveal the challenges. Let's get on these teams. And then for the rest of the semester, we meet on we were meeting on Tuesday nights. Uh, to go through this process of, of creating something new out of, out of a challenge. And these challenges were from local companies. Uh, there were a couple of student startup teams every time. We worked with a local nonprofit to have like that civic innovation side of all of it. Let's go through that process. Let's do it on Teams. But it was like an entire semester, one project. You just went from beginning to end and you pitch it at the end of everything. Mm-hmm. 
what we have seen, um, we want to continually push ourselves to, to uh, be a little bit more comfortable being uncomfortable. And mm -hmm. so that means changing some things up. And uh, we felt like we were getting a little, little comfortable in our old accelerator <laughs> model. So yes. uh, to give ourselves a curveball, to deliver more value for everyone involved, students, companies, uh, uh, the community at large, um, we, we've changed some things up. So now it's on Fridays. We have a morning cohort. So we got students signing up for that. We got an afternoon cohort. Other students are signing up for that. Uh, in between, we have a lunch and learn. So that'll be like free food, local leader come in, a panel, a, a group of fire jugglers. I don't know. Like we're, <laughs> we're figuring out some weird stuff. The sky's to, the limit. The sky <laughs> is the limit. Uh, well, actually, the ceilings are about 11 feet tall. So there we go. There's, yeah. there's a limit, actually. There's a Midwest practicality. There's, a, there's the Midwest practicality coming through. <laughs> One uh, spoiler: One of our nonprofit partners is going to be the the Zoological Society, mm -hmm. so the Milwaukee County Zoo. Um, and I told them, like, let's rent one of those giraffes. <laughs> our space is on the second floor, so like, let's just pop that window open and have a little giraffe like come in yeah. and like do a lunch and learn with us. Uh, they were like, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> I, I think we can get like chinchillas and ferrets, but not a giraffe. Chinchillas uh, are so awesome. Uh, yeah, chinchillas okay. are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, fantastic mascot, jackets. Mascot now. There you go. Yes, the Commons chinchilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, what would you name them? I don't know. Different brainstorm session. Yes. Uh, we'll save that for later. Yes. Uh, so we moved it to Fridays. We have this morning cohort, afternoon cohort. That allows us to work with more students. But also have, uh, we're gonna actually scale the cohort size down a little bit. So we're gonna have 40 to 50. But now times two, that, you know, now we can work with more. That's great. Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted to have just a little bit more higher quality interaction rather than at scale. Like, let's, let's figure that out. Mm -hmm. uh, and then what we're gonna be doing, instead of every uh, student like getting on a team and working on one project for the entire semester, we're gonna do this uh, like full sprint model uh, where every single student throughout the course of the semester will end up working on three different projects. And every company then comes in and they work with the entire cohort rather than just a team of five to mm -hmm. seven students. It's like, let's use the power of everyone in all these different ways that we yeah. think, create a bunch of small teams and as fast as we can come up with as many ideas as we can, pitch them to one another. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna have the students themselves select which is the strongest concept out of all of us. The big group effort, right? We want the best to come out of this. Mm -hmm. It's not a competition, but we're we're trying to see, you know, how how well we can do with this. Let's select that best idea, and that one will create like a tiger team around it. And that tiger team is going to go, and they're going to produce as much as they possibly can in the next three weeks. So, like production sprint, let's go, and they're going to pitch it to the leaders. So it's like this fun model where we were able to to work with that mm -hmm. schedule and that time, and like put together this neat sprint mm -hmm. model. And yeah, so the companies are really excited. They get to work with more students, uh, get a higher quality, you know, like more ideas. That final one's gonna be like, just totally knock it out of the park. Mm -hmm. uh, students get to work on more projects. They get to work with more teams. They get mm -hmm. to, it's like, we just took the word more and we just like, <laughs> how do we do that? Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's kind of cool. We're really excited about it. Follow up, like, how do you guys, like, handle, like, the unexpected about all of this? Going into this kind of, you know, <laughs> relatively blind doing this for the first time, how do you mm -hmm. prepare yourself for, like, any, any slip-ups that could happen or things that don't go or, you know, won't, maybe won't go the way that you planned it to be? Is there... I mean, I think just our team has really grown uh, together to trust one another in that if suddenly we're faced with, like, 
you know, a moment where like, okay, not going as planned that we usually have like a quick huddle and brainstorm really quickly how we could pivot from there and adjust. And most of the time that seems to work out, but we certainly know that when you're trying something new, you might fail at it and that's okay. And so then just making sure you make space to reflect on that and figure out what you need to do differently moving forward. Uh, we try and keep it also open to the participants going through the program and, you know, getting, doing some temperature reads, basically like, how do you think that went? You know, what feedback can you give us? Because we do not assume that we are doing this perfectly. Um, and we encourage, I mean, you remember, we are always encouraging you all to have, to give each other feedback and we have to sit in that same space. Uh, so I think we just, you know, try and be really flexible and really sit in that what if we space. So when it is hard time, it's like, okay, what if we did this or what if we tried that and uh, really remaining coming at it from a positive lens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that amount of flexibility and adaptability that we bring, uh, it is, it's a special dynamic that our, that our team has. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, that's just really cool. And, and like you said, the, the trust and confidence that comes along with that, it's like, yeah, we, we've been in that scenario. I, I recall, uh, a one day hackathon that we were doing, mm -hmm. um, this past spring, where it was, it was going well, but it was almost like it was going so well that everyone was done really early. <laughs> like, well, it almost seems like we're just gonna kind of be wasting everyone's time if we do this third planned round of ideation. Mm -hmm. And so we just had everyone sit down and we said, all right, listen up and this participants, like we can do this or we can maybe just all sit in a big circle and try out uh, where do you feel like your career is going? Mm -hmm. uh, where do you feel like your academics are going? What questions do you have? Who is it that you would want to meet in this community? Mm -hmm. uh, we can just totally change gears. I know you signed up for this one thing, but we could do a 180 and, and like just go this other direction. Mm -hmm. Third option, you call it. Like, <laughs> what, what are we, what are we going to do here? You all leave right now. Like, <laughs> and uh, and so we sort of just floated that out there, and we changed on the fly. I mean, here we had been planning this thing for weeks, and it was just like, you know what? I'm just feeling different energy today. Mm -hmm. And we did the quick huddle. And we're like, why don't we just see how that all goes? Because mm -hmm. why not? And it was great. It was a really yeah. good conversation. And beyond our team being able to help make some connections for some of them, they were sharing connections that they had in different spaces for one another. So it's one of those, like, you just don't know who's in the room with you until you, like, take a minute to have a conversation. So um, it was great that they were open to going down that path. And it's a very choose-your-own-adventure kind of moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I did a, a personality test one time. And... Uh, because I've never Which done one? one of those before. Like, Couldn't even tell you. <laughs> is that one that Leslie does, the leadership circle? Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't know what the it's name like of it is. It's like one of those weird, like, 360 sort of yeah. things. Yeah. Is that the one that we, the... No. Oh, no. No, no it this wasn't. This is a pretty in-depth yeah. thing, and I, I'd never done something yeah. like that before. It's part self-reflection, and then it's part having a group of people that you interact with in different ways. So it might be someone who's a supervisor from you, someone who's a peer, uh, someone that maybe is like kind of a community partner, uh, and they provide feedback for you as well. And the kind of number crunching that happens is like looking at the difference, you know, between those and yeah, it's really interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, but my highest rated like quality was composure. And I don't know if in those tests, it's just like, 
honestly, they probably could have said anything. And because the <laughs> word was there, you're like, yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> astrology, whatever sort of thing. You're like, of course, that's what the tarot cards are for. All right. yeah. um, and so composure was there and I was like, all right. And so I, I, I think about that often. And I think that's just like, it's one of the self-awareness sort of things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, on, on the inside every single day, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just trying to figure this out. <laughs> um, I think we all feel that way. But if at least on the surface level, people are like, he's very composed. Well, I can, we can work with that. Mm-hmm. So flexibility, composure, adaptability, confidence, trust, all these good words. Mm-hmm. That's what comes in. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I guess the last question for you guys here. Um, yeah. What makes you uh, what makes you a misfit slash why are you strange? <laughs> what's your uh, I knew there was going to be yeah. this question. Yeah, I, I asked Joe, I was like, is there's going to be like some there's like a thing that they're going <laughs> to ask, right? <laughs> I mean, this is this. This is the strange on purpose. podcast, <laughs> right? Joe's strange on purpose because he knows uh, all the dad jokes. <laughs> oh man. Hmm. What makes Maggie a misfit? I feel like part of it is just like that interest in, and I don't know if this makes me a misfit, but knowing that we're all like coming from a place of all having our own stories and our all journeys and that we're, you know, often in places where you want to find community and a sense of belonging. And, you know, I think that I've had various experiences, you know, in AmeriCorps in Chicago and then in Duluth and, and always really wanting to just like find people who were, wanting to make a difference. And I think that sometimes, you know, you don't have the energy for it every day, but like if you can surround yourself with enough people, but like, I don't know, just that attitude of, you know, what else can I offer you and how can I be generous? And, um, I don't know. It's just, I feel like you just find your tribe. And I feel like I would more often put myself in a category of misfits and people who are like, you know, kind of dorky and weird than I would be like the people who have it all together. Um, and so whenever you can be transparent, like Joe is, you know, we don't always know the answer. I definitely don't always know the answer. Um, and so just being willing to share like when, you know, you've failed at something and it's been okay, um, is part of like what shapes who I've become and whatnot. So that's my long winded answer (laughs) for that. I'm just buying you some time. Yeah. Oh, oh, I wasn't thinking at all. I was just listening intently. Uh, what makes me strange on purpose or a misfit? It's, it probably, I think it all boils down to the fact that I played the tuba in middle school. <laughs> played the tuba. I was baritone, man, so... Uh, but I was, I was I the same size. I could fit we could have case. a fun little band right here. We could have <laughs> the world's worst Irish band. <laughs> Perfect. It's Irish Fest, everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I strange on purpose. I very much so. I love celebrating the odd and the weird and the strange. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me will. I, I, I live by a couple of mantras, um, and one of them that my wife and I share is uh, "say yes and show up." Mm-hmm. Okay, and mm-hmm. and that kind of uh, has been a, a driving factor for me as I think about uh, whether or not to just like try something out. 
So I'm not just saying say yes and show up like, hey, I got invited to an event. Like that's also a good way to like go about things. But to to say yes to a new experience, to show up, to then just collect stories out of it. Like do stuff just for simply like that'll probably be weird. Mm-hmm. You know, like so so say yes and do that thing. Last night, last night I went to uh the up and under pubs on Brady Street, up and under under up and under pub. Um their open mic comedy night. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've been to that a couple times. No, I haven't been to that. No, okay. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I've done the comedy sports thing. Okay. The, you know, the, uh, there's some good stuff over at Harvest uh, with Mojo Dojo. Mm-hmm. It's a plug for Mojo Dojo. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love comedy, improv, all that sort of stuff. Uh, got an invite to go to this this open mic, and I was like, sure. Not really. I wanted to just go home and like sleep and like eat, eat a little bit of food, uh, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Uh, but sure, let's do it. And was it good? Yeah, not really. <laughs> was it fun? It was definitely fun. You know, like <laughs> I collected a story out of that, uh, and I've been telling it all morning so far. It's just like, do that stuff, collect those little odd things, embrace that. And, um, I don't know if you can die with a couple of cool stories. That's, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah. And on that note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a buddy that said, uh, he planned out his entire funeral. And he said, I want uh, the entire church is going to be pitch black and the casket will be propped up. Okay. <laughs> the door, the, the, the door will be open and there will be nothing in it. And there's going to be one spotlight that's just shining down on this empty propped up casket with the door open. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the rest of the place is black, pitch black. All right. So it's all dark. People are going to come in. They're going to sit in the pews. And he's like, they'll be very sad that I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Uh, And mind you, this is during lunch, our junior year of college. Like, (laughs) we're we're eating dorm food. And he's, like, sharing this story. Uh, And so he's, like, propped up, spotlight, dark. All of a sudden, uh, all these lights are going to come on. Spotlights, uh, laser lights, the fog machines are going to start going, and the jock jams. Uh, soundtrack is going to start, you know, dun, 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 and just pumping throughout the church. Uh, another mega spotlight at the front of the church is going to light, and my, my body is going to be suspended from a zipline cable up oh in the top gosh. of the, the belfry or whatever they call that yeah. with the organ up there, and it's going to zip on down into the casket. It's going to slam into it, <laughs> knock it down, door will shut, and then we're going to begin the service. I was like, this is amazing. You, oh my god. He was strange on purpose. <laughs> he yeah. was strange on you purpose. You should have him on. <laughs> he acted in a couple of like uh I only want to say B B movies. They were like C and D movies, I think. Like didn't even make it to the sale bin at Walmart sort of things. Uh and has a lot of he does stuff for the story. Mm. He's a very interesting person. Um oh and so I aspire to be like that. That's yeah. yeah. Okay. I just realized that right now he's my hero. I hope we're still friends so I someday can be like invited yeah. to your funeral when I get to enjoy whatever sort of production you might create. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll write it all down so you know. <laughs> Is that misfit enough for you? Yeah, perfect, man. <laughs> Joe Strange on purpose because he has strange stories. Yeah. And I, I have one last question for you. Yeah. Uh, what is a podcast? 
What is a podcast? Wow, that's, that's, that, I don't know, man. Just to get together, share great stories like that, really. Like, that was the pinnacle of prime podcasting. Oh, right my gosh. Uh, He's, like, uh, editing just, notes. Dude. What the? Like, <laughs> I love it. Um, we'll never be invited yeah. back again. Yeah, it's been nice yeah. knowing you, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for both of you for coming on. It's, Thanks for uh, having I'm us. Super excited to see about the future of where you guys go and all the cool things that you guys got going. Absolutely, Chandler. And thank you uh, with the the whole Misfits crew for being uh, this amazing voice of Milwaukee, uh, pushing a lot of people that are seeing your content to uh, pushing them, inspiring them, motivating them, uh, empowering them to to pursue things. Mm -hmm. Um, You are all a really important component uh, in this in this really